Hello, I'm Melanie Riding and this is the Riding Footloose podcast. These podcasts are also available in video and sometimes written format and can be found at youtube.com forward slash riding footloose or riding2nz.com. Thank you for listening and do give me some feedback. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts. Hi. Well, it's been a slightly hectic weekend and I think the easiest thing to do is for me to talk about what's happened and then stick a slideshow um, sort of uh, thing at the end to add all the pictures and videos and whatever else I might have taken. So the weekend started off with the Southern Coastal Ultra. Now, um, we, Riding to Health, were asked just a few days ago if we could help out with being the um, post-event massage therapists at the Coastal Ultra that was happening down here in the Catlins. Um, The reason being it's so late is that whoever it was that was planned had suddenly pulled out at the last minute and left them in the lurch. They wanted to make sure that they had therapists because this was the first ultra marathon that had happened down here in southern New Zealand. So we sent two therapists down there to do that event, thanks to those two who agreed to do that. It's hardcore doing post-event massage um, at an event like that where you've got to spans such a massive amount of hours post event massage is hard work as it is so um i drove one of our staff over there and left them at about one o'clock on saturday we had uh done all the setup and all that sort of thing and the first of the 27 kilometer ultra runners had started to come in when i left but the 71 kilometer um, ultra runners would were still an hour to two hours away um, and it had just started to rain. So the way they described it to me was that the hills were like this or like this and there was nothing that went like this and the end you ran across a beach you came down onto a, a, a sandy bay beach a half moon sort of shape at the opposite end, you had to run right the way around the length of the beach and up some steps at the end, which is a bit of a psychological punishment when you're you're at the end of 27 kilometres or 71 kilometres of running. Anyway, um, there were some interesting chats and things like that. And I have had to resort back to the crutches because... The leg is now at the point where I can't walk on it anymore. Um, it, the socket's too big, even with four socks, I'm still, I'm bottoming out and my leg is hitting the bottom of the socket and it's actually really painful to walk. So I couldn't have done the massage if I, even if I tried and yeah. So I left the ladies there to, um, for the rest of the day and then they took all the equipment back. And I drove on from there to Dunedin because I was going to the Highlanders game versus the Chiefs. Now, they should have won. Come back to that. I was also invited to a pledge um, event as well. Now, last year when COVID stopped all of the Super Rugby, the Highlanders asked their um, season ticket holders um, if they wanted a refund 
or if they wanted to pledge the remainder of that season's money back to the Highlanders. Now, why would you do that? Well, if you actually are a seasoned fan um, and do support the club, you'll realise that having to refund all of their season ticket holders because the season couldn't go ahead because of COVID probably would have put a massive financial strain on the club as it is. So some people chose refund, some didn't, and I ch uh, chose uh, to not ask for a refund. So the pledge people, all of their names were put on a pledge board and it is now in the Highlanders HQ. And there's been a couple of different events for these people that have happened over the year, but I've not been able to go to any of them until this one. So it was free beer and um, a sausage sizzle that was free for an hour before the game started. And the some of the team were out and you were able to sort of like have a little chat with them and, and that sort of thing. So that was really neat. It was interesting to see the um, stadium with no people in it and the sky... Uh, commentators um, and bro Sky broadcasters were standing in front of us and the presenters were facing us. So we were seeing the, the TV presentation, but from behind the camera's view, which was quite interesting as well. Sat and watched the Highlanders and, well, um, I don't know if you follow it or not, but if you don't, um, it was a close game, closer than it should have been. And it finished 23 all, which meant we went into extra time and a golden point. And the Hounders gave away a penalty to the Chiefs. And Damien McKenzie put it over. That was the end of that. So, yes, they lost 23-26. <sighs> then the next morning, I left Crackadon because I had to come back here to Invercargill because I'd already um, agreed to do the Muhiku women's duathlon um now this is an event that's put on by sport uh, no not sports cycling southland tri club and it is an entry level um multi-sport event that is meant to be targeted towards people that have never done that sort of thing you know are, um aren't really sporty you know absolutely anyone can enter it you can enter it as a team and there's everything from really short distance there was two distances really short and slightly shorter than really short and so it made it all really, really achievable for absolutely anybody. Now, a friend of mine had been asking me about this a wee while back. And I laughed and said, are you kidding? And um, when I originally agreed to it, I wasn't sure I'd be able to walk as far as 500 metres. And 500 metres was the first interval of running. Um, and there was no way I was going to be running it. But could I walk 500 metres? Uh, then she, we got a little team together. So she put her daughter into the cyclist um, position. So she cycled eight kilometres around the block, around Sunday Point. And then her mother, um, Janet, did the last leg, which was the two and a half K. Now, Janet wasn't so keen on walking that far. And, um, had, and it's actually... Um, prompted her to go out and do a bit of walking out and about to make sure she could get that far and to be fair there's no way that I could have walked that far not at this point and certainly not with the, the leg the way it is right now I'm back on two crutches again so I couldn't have done it so well done Janet um, but I did the 500 meters at the beginning and we crossed the line as a team we're all pretty proud and it was really good to see so many women um, that were new to multi-sport. Um, I, I did the mic for the warm-up. And Kimberly, a staff member of mine, 
did the action, actual actions sort of thing. And I did the mic talk to the people. And I asked them who had never done this before. And a good three quarters, maybe more, hadn't ever done this before. And that was a fantastic figure to see so many ladies um, giving this thing a go. So uh, it was really a really cool little event. And then it was a coffee afterwards sort of thing. So that was really neat. Um, so that was my weekend. And I've been sitting down ever since, um, feeling a bit miserable because... Uh, yeah, the legs too big. Um, last week I got to three socks and I said to Ryoji, do I need to make an appointment? Oh, no, no, it'll be all right, it'll be all right. Uh, just a few days later, we're like, I think we need to make an appointment. Now, the problem with this one is different to all the others. Uh, it doesn't matter how many socks I put on. I've got four on at the moment, but it doesn't seem to matter how many socks I put on. Uh, my leg is bottoming out. So actually, the weight when I step on it is not a squeeze around the knee, like I've said to you before, like it's supposed to be. It's actually resting on the bottom of my calf. And it's really freaking sore. So it makes it quite hard to walk around. Um, I'm going up to Dunedin on Tuesday and Ryoji is going to do some tinkering. We're trying to avoid having to make another leg because... The ankle still hasn't arrived. The hydraulic ankle has not arrived yet from England. And that is like the leg upgrade ankle. So we're trying to make do and mend with this one that I've got until then. I really w fear though that I be, won't even be able to walk on it by that point. Um, it's very nearly there already. Um, I'm walking with two crutches and it's really painful. So yeah. It's all just a bit sucky because I kind of seem to be in this position in every sort of three to four week cycles. This leg's lasted three and a bit weeks and I've got two to three more to try and stretch it out before I get the actual ankle. I just wish the shrinkage would slow down because I, I start walking, I walk out of the limb centre feeling sweet as and three weeks later I'm back to being severely disa disabled and not able to walk and yeah i've still got the cruddy wheelchair that is folded up in the hallway but we are working through that and hopefully in the next few months i'll have an actual custom made wheelchair um but meanwhile i've got to wait for a loan and the loan wheelchair is going to be an upgrade to the dhb wheelchair which is out in the corridor folded up looking disgusting um so I'm hoping to pick that up next week too, perhaps, which will upgrade my wheels slightly whilst we wait for um, we test wheelchairs. Because how it works is we discuss all the different wheelchair designs and what it is I want out of it and all that sort of thing. And then they get two, two types of wheelchair to use as a tester. And then I decide which one I actually finally want. And then they make and build it to measure for me. Now, why would I want a wheelchair? Well, I actually wouldn't want to spend the rest of my life in a wheelchair, but I have to face the fact that yes, whether I like it or not, and whether I'm alternatively enabled or disabled, but not really, or any of the other hashtags, I actually am physically disabled. And so I actually will need these crutches on a semi-regular basis. They go almost everywhere with me. I will need a wheelchair at some point or other. Do you know what? At the moment, if I had it, I'd be using it because I would get further in it than I would on this leg that doesn't fit. 
that's the sort of issue that I have and I'm going to always have. So to have all the different modes of transport is, would be actually quite useful, especially when they're properly made for you. So that was the weekend and I have got a physio in the morning and we're going to do an, a full assessment to sort out the next steps. I've been pushing them to help me figure out how to do the work thing because I'm finding it really impossible to re-replicate work how it used to be before. It's just not working. We're going to have to find a new way. What that is and what it looks like, I have no idea. So that is where I'm up to at the moment. I will finish with a little slideshow, video show, sort of whatever you call it, of um, the weekend in pictures, the ones that I've taken. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you, as always, for all of your support and lovely comments and all that sort of thing. And um, yeah, have a good rest of your weekend. This weekend, a montage. The ladies at Riding to Help ready to massage the runners. Behind the scenes, the Highlanders members pledge event. We could see the Sky TV coverage from behind the camera. The extra time kick by Damian McKenzie that secured the visitors, the Chiefs, the game. Duathlon ready with the only disability in life is a bad attitude t-shirt. And a picture of my willing and able team. Thank you for listening. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback. If there's anything you want to add or any questions you want to ask, please do just get in contact. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again soon.